computer. What is going on, everybody? Hey, Episode hey, hey. 12 of the PA Pile Driver Podcast. It's Curtis. It's Brian. We're back. Lots happened in two weeks, Bri. We got money in the bank this Sunday we're going to be talking about. Got money in the I bank. Mean, My boy Otis is going to win the whole thing. Early prediction. <laughs> it's a hot take. <laughs> it's a hot take. Probably I mean, not. It's the most he probably unique. won't, but it's what I wish. <laughs> hey, we, we can all dream. We can all dream. So I want to thank you again for listening. Uh, we had a great response from our last episode. Um, I was really happy about that. Although if you listen if you listen to the whole thing, you know exactly what you're getting when PPW returns. And uh, although we might be throwing a tailgating party at Steam Town Mall, we don't know. It could it could oh, happen. Funny you should say that, Curtis. If that ends up happening, I have just come into possession, and by that I mean I've spent money uh, on a <laughs> have you seen and they're not a sponsor in any way. If they somehow would sponsor us though, like I would I would die. Well, I want to die because then I wouldn't be able to experience the awesomeness. But so, Curtis, you know, <laughs> tailgating, what do you typically do? How do you cook your food? I mean, on a grill. Right, on a grill. So I love charcoal grilling, personally. That's how I grew up doing it. Nothing against propane, never, never anything wrong. Well, when I went to Florida this past fall in Tampa, close to the, close to the, uh, the performance center, uh, not, too, ooh, not ooh. too far, uh, but I was at a friend's house and he had bought what was called a Blackstone griddle. And what this is, is it is propane, like a propane powered grill, but with a complete flat top, like a, like a griddle, like that you like mm. see at like some bowling alleys or you see at like some restaurants yeah. where they can cook burgers on it. You could cook breakfast on it, like eggs and bacon and sausage and pancakes wow. and all these things. So much to say that I bought basically the tailgating version that they sell at Walmart. It comes, it's a 22 inch griddle and it comes on a foldable collapsible table stand. And if that ends up happening, I am more than willing to bring that and, and use it and tailgate at the steam town mall. Somehow oh my we're able to. and I will, we will have, hey, we'll do hot dogs. We'll do brats. Awesome. We'll do cheese steaks. Even we'll do some, Oh, we should do steaks oh, and have steaks. Luke and Jimmy. Oh, oh my ruined. gosh, all the steaks. Oh. <laughs> I have my steak, steaks tank top on. Oh, oh man. Word. That is such a good idea. That'd be awesome to get them to come by, swing by, have a cheesesteak with us. Oh, that'd oh be my great. Maybe there we go. In. Jimmy, Luca, you're listening. We're going to bring steaks. steaks. <laughs> all the steaks. Oh, man. <laughs> Segwaying steaks from Otis to Money in the Bank. We just talked about it as we start off. This okay. Sunday, we're recording this in the middle of Friday Night SmackDown. I have it on the TV right here. I'm watching it as we're recording this. And my wife currently has a monopoly on the TV downstairs, so you'll have to tell me what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but this Sunday, uh, May 10th, is Money in the Bank, the most unique Money in the Bank of all time. Uh, just happening. like the most unique WrestleMania of all time? Pretty much. We're getting all types of unique stuff with this COVID-19 pandemic. But <laughs> we got to look at it in the best light. And um, it's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, so I'm going to go over the match card a little bit here. This is according to CBSSports.com. And uh, our first match is the SmackDown Tag Team title match. New Day 
the champions versus Miz and Morrison versus Forgotten Sons versus Lucha House Party. That's going to be an exciting one. Um, I know who I want to win because I'm diehard fans and it would be a biased answer, but I have <laughs> a prediction on who I think will win. So Brian, like who do you, who do you biasly, who do you want to win? Biasly? Biasly? Yeah. I, I probably want the New Day to win again. Mm. I probably wanted them to retain, followed in, in close second by who I think will win the match, which is the Miz and Morrison. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think they're slated to to become the champions. I don't know. Well, I don't know what your end. thoughts are. Well, here's my thing. Um, I th- uh, biasly I think Miz and Morrison because I love Miz and Morrison. I had the pleasure of meeting John Morrison um, at PPW Impact Show back in January of 2019. Super nice guy. So that's my bias. But according to CBS Sports and their analysts, and I kind of agree with them, the Forgotten Sons being called up from NXT, they're like, I think like the dark horse that they think they're going to pull it out. And uh, I don't know if I'm a betting man, which I'm not a betting man, but I, I put money on them. I don't know. I just got this (laughs) weird feeling, this weird feeling. I don't know because I. Here's the thing. I. I the you have day, it down in your bones, like Justin uh, Timberlake. It's, oh my god. <laughs> the new day thing is I'm, them going off as singles wrestlers once Xavier comes back, which isn't going to be for a while yet. But my thing is, do you build towards storylines starting now if they do drop the titles, uh, for them, singles? And the question is, yeah, and out of the group. Who becomes the single? Does Kofi become the single again? Or do they finally give Big E the nod and he becomes the singles guy out of the group? That's my thing. I'm not sure, like, you know, Vince McMahon, his mind is kind of wild, so I'm not sure where his mind is as far as that regards. Basically, basically you take whatever would make sense and then you do the opposite sometimes. Every yeah, day. so if we're going to do the opposite, Lucha House Party is going to become the tag team. Please don't. Please don't. If that happens, I'm going to cry. No disrespect to Lucha House Party. I remember at a WWE event when Kalisto was the uh, United States champion. He was fantastic. I enjoyed watching him. But now it's just like – but I'm not even sure who it's going to be because right now as uh, we're talking and I have SmackDown on, it's the eight-man tag. It's Lince Dorado. And Grand Metalik representing Lucha House Party. It's not Kaliso. So huh. I'm not sure which members are representing Sunday. I'm going to guess it's the same two as that are on SmackDown right now. So definitely not Lucha House Party if that's true, because no disrespect to Lince Dorado or Metalik. But uh, yeah, no, I don't think anybody wants to see that. It's, I don't know. It's, it's, it, my mind goes so many ways because I have like this writing. Like this, this, I feel like this writing block in my mind would make sense, but to Vince it would. So I don't know. But that's match number one, according to C- per CBS Sports. Because you never know. WWE can change it tomorrow. They could change it an hour before pay-per-view goes live. Like, nice. You just don't know. So uh, after that, it says, here we go, SmackDown women's title match. Uh, one-on-one match between Bailey and Tamina. Um, that's, huh. Here's, here's my prediction. It depends on how the card goes. It depends on how the card goes. If they have the women's money in the bank match first, mm-hmm. I see neither Bailey or Tamina walking out with it. 
I don't mm-hmm. see either of them walking out with it. I think they whoever wins that women's money in the bank, if it's a SmackDown superstar, but when you look at the three SmackDown stars, I'm beginning to have second thoughts because I don't think any of them are going to win now. But if Carmella, Lacey, or Dana, because they're all on SmackDown, were to win that, I think they'd probably cash in the same night. But the three that you got, the three, we'll talk about this more in a little bit, but the other three in the women's money in the bank is Nia Jax, Asuka, and Shayna Baszler. Like, come on. <laughs> I don't, no disrespect don't to Lacey. Please don't bite me. Please don't. Yeah, like, no Lacey, no Carmella, no Dana. It's just like, I don't see any of them winning with those three there. But my thing is, I don't ever recall seeing Nia Jax in a ladder match, and I don't know how she's going to be when she's got to climb up a 15-foot ladder. Uh, that'll be uh, interesting. I think I think we're, pro- we're kind of segueing into the women's money in the bank. I think Shayna probably pulls that off and takes the belt off Becky because apparently Becky wants to go be a movie star now and does it wants to be part-time. And that's just, she's becoming the rock and Cena, the female version. It's, it's, it's sad. I don't know. But, uh, so yeah, so we kind of segue smack that women's smack that women's title. Uh, probably Bailey. I don't see Tamina getting pushed. Um, no disrespect to Tamina, but like, she's not like the most crisp wrestler in the ring. She's kind of a little on the, the slower side. Not not that not that it's a dig because she is the daughter of one of the, one of the best to do it, uh, Superfly, Jimmy Snuka Snuka. Oh my gosh, I said the name wrong. That's a uh, man. I'm getting like Tony from Tornado Tag. I'm butchering <laughs> names left and right. It's so bad. Wait. So, oh my. Goodness. So you're you're saying you're saying with the women's money in the bank. Who was your prediction? Shayna Shayna Baszler. Baszler. I am going to go out on a limb here. I I, I, salute and go with Lacey Evans. (laughs) Oh man, if the people could see, which they can't because this is a podcast, but he just got it. You know, we got the army salute there. (laughs) Army salute. The Lacey's, I've been a fan of hers for ever since she debuted. I thought she was going to win the. Yeah, I I like her as long as she's not wrestling Charlotte, the queen. Oh, uh, uh, no, fine. <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get to the Wednesday Night Wars section. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we kind of smack down. I got my notes all mixed up now. Smackdown women's title. I think Bailey retains. I don't think a Smackdown women's wrestler wins it. So Bailey walks out. Money in the Bank. Still champion. <laughs> Let's go down here to the men's Money in the Bank briefcase, which is one heck of a match. I am so excited. Some of these guys are some of the best names in wrestling the past twelve yeah. ish years. AJ they Styles. Say past twelve ish years for Rey Mysterio's sake, the poor guy. They could have feel. Yeah. Well, six one nine. I mean, AJ was fantastic in TNA. Daniel Bryan was fantastic in Ring of Honor. So, like, it's oh my my heart strings because I've been watching a lot of Ring of Honor lately, and I listened to a whole uh the the chris van bleat show great podcast he does a fantastic job he interviewed pco uh who was their current world champ at the time and he talked about how much he loves ring of honor and their locker room and everything so and then i just started watching it a lot and i'm huge ring of honor guy now 
Uh, I love Dan House and love that Dan House. <laughs> and, uh, but I think that's it, probably the most underrated company out there. Impact's underrated too, but it, they're both fantastic. I watched Impact so much back in the day. So much. When it was total nonstop action. Yeah, with Kurt Angle <laughs> and Sting. Oh, oh. And who else Those is on the there? Days, Brian. I can't remember his name, but he had a mask. He reminded me of Kane, but he wasn't Kane. Abyss. Abyss, yes. Mm-hmm. And Samoa Joe was on there for a while, dominating. Oh, he was fantastic there. Fan freaking fantastic. Anyways, we got off track a little bit. Impact to Money in the Bank Lauer match. So we've got AJ Styles, who resurrected from the dead Monday night in one that gauntlet match to get the final spot. We've got Aleister Black, Rey Mysterio, Daniel Bryan. Otis and King Corbin, who is on the television right now. <laughs> and nobody cares. Oh, man. <laughs> nobody cares. I'm going to be honest. I don't like the King Corbin gimmick. I like the lone wolf when he had hair a couple years ago gimmick. Okay. Uh, I like okay. that kind of like dominating type guy, but now it's the kind of chicken-ish heel type thing. Right. And yeah. I'm not a super big fan of that because, like, I mean, you know, I hate Clutch Adams, and that's exactly what he is. But the chicken-ish heel, which I do not like, and uh, but that's that's for another time, another discussion. But uh, yeah, I think Men's Money in the Bank. I biasly and legitimately, I think AJ Styles is going to win this. Okay. Um, okay. Because I think Drew Drew later on defends the title against Seth. Uh, I think Drew retains, so it would make sense for a heel to win the Money in the Bank just to kind of haunt Drew through this title reign. And um, I think, yeah, I mean, all the other guys are fantastic. All are, are deserving. Aleister Black is definitely deserving. Uh, well, Otis, I'm, I'm very confused what they're doing with Otis. Like, because he's technically part of a tag team. So what are they doing with Tucker? Like, if you give Otis this singles push, like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, don't or, know. Is it, or is it just a byproduct with this storyline with Mandy, Mandy Rose, you know? Yeah, mm. I, I, I mean, obviously, I, I would be biased and go with Otis, but I don't, I don't like, like, <laughs> like you said, I don't think they're gonna let a baby face win. Um, yet at the yeah. same time, I'm very intrigued with not AJ winning, even though that's definitely a very viable option. I would say on a percentage uh-huh. basis, that's probably the highest percentage of it happening. But I would say, um, I would, I would say. Personally, um, I would give the second highest percentage to win as Alistair Black. Mm, Black Mass. I don't know if Alistair Black has any qualms with with Drew, so Mm. I don't know if that sets it up from a storytelling standpoint either. Yeah. It could be Corbin or AJ. It could be. Is Daniel Bryan, let's be honest, nobody wants to see the eco-friendly champ again, the world's champ. Or whatever. Well, I mean, he is a face now, but he's aligned himself with Drew Gulak. I'm interested to see where that goes. I think one of those just end up turning – one of them ends up turning heel, which my gut says Gulak because Daniel Bryan just came off a heel run. So that sets something up for SummerSlam, which speaking of which, as we were recording this, I looked at my phone. Uh, in the city of Boston, there are no mass gatherings until after Labor Day. So that means SummerSlam will be moved from Boston to question mark. Um, Cause it's the end of August. Wow. So 
we don't know what say the world or the country will be in by that point. So I don't know if it's going to be, you know, empty arena, limited arena, performance center. Like I'm not, not hundred percent sure. Right. But uh, yeah, I literally just, I just looked at that. It's they're canceling everything, man. I'm going through PPW withdrawal. Can't do this no more. I had such a great experience in February. Chris and I had such a pleasure of being backstage and interviewing people. I was looking forward to it. I was looking forward to being able to come by and and do that. But yeah, which hey, but now once it comes back, we're all going to be fully rested and energized to get all this amazing content out. Because let me tell you, because we we're the ones that needed to rest. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, like us us. The podcasters and the uh, the internet influences. We were the ones that needed the rest, not the wrestlers. <laughs> we we really should. Uh, I I would I would think it'd be interesting maybe if we could get the next time we have some wrestlers come on here, just ask them straight up, be like, hey, what are you doing to stay in shape during this time? You know, like yeah, because WWE obviously has their performance center gym that they're letting their superstars mm-hmm. use. I'm sure. But yeah, what do what do the indie guys have to do? Have to do. I'm not. I've been in talks with some guys. Uh, so d- definitely a, a wrestler will definitely be on within the next few episodes. I can guarantee that. Cool. But um, it's a, it's the question is who who? That's the real question. <laughs> if you're listening, to this, let me know. Is there a PPW star in particular you'd like us to reach out to and say uh, do an interview with us? I will say yes to about everyone except Clutch Adams. I just no. Not, I don't even know if Clutch would. Clutch is such a big-headed guy. I don't even think he'd do an interview. So I'm just. I mean, we've got our good buddy, even though he's kind of a jerk sometimes, Drew Adams. But I mean, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. It'll be uh It'll be a surprise. I'm not gonna announce it. It's just gonna be bam. You're gonna find out when the episode airs. Hmm. Yeah, but I know I've got. But it's nice. It's nice. We have some friends in the right places. As far as other podcasts, hint, hint, tornado tag, and right. um, which which they've been helping out me out a lot as far as editing stuff, which I really don't do a lot of because we do a lot of this raw and we just we just upload this sucker right up. But um, <laughs> he helps me with the, you know what mics to get and everything and makes suggestions and we'll talk a little bit at the end of the episode. But our YouTube channel is come summertime and come the world reopening. Uh, we're de- we're going to be getting some PA pile driver podcast vlogs on our YouTube channel. Sweet. So, yeah, I'm excited for vlogs. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, here at the end. But uh, I'm trying to make sure I didn't miss anything. We only missed one thing that we didn't discuss for the Money in the Bank um, pay-per-view, and that's Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt for the Universal Championship. Brian, who is going out Universal Champ? <laughs> do you want my who i who i would want and then who i think <laughs> who do you want just go with who do you want i would rather i would rather braun just retain i really mm. would i'm not a big fan of the fiend being a champ i don't know if the fiend yeah i don't think it, i don't think he needs that he doesn't need like, now much like almost much like the undertaker like the undertaker didn't have to be holding the title to no, be relevant or to be feared uh, mm-hmm. and regarded as a as a great uh, – I don't know if you could call The Fiend a great wrestler, honestly, <laughs> but like, you know, like <laughs> a, a great uh, character, if you will, a, a, mm-hmm. a, a presence. 
Um, so yeah, like that's why, like even I was, I can't remember if I was talking with you about it or if I was talking with someone else, if it even made sense. I think it was Harlan was telling me and our good friend Harlan, who hopefully will be joining us for a podcast or two soon. Um, Uh he was saying like, he, he didn't think the heel needed the title push. And so like, then when it came down to the heel losing to Goldberg as easily as he did, you know, it really just, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it really just didn't make sense in his mind. And like, again, wasn't, wasn't necessary. Um, so, but I'm sure there's people that like are big fans of the heel being a champ maybe, but Mm -hmm. I like the character. Um, I don't think he's, I don't know. I just don't see him. If Goldberg could overpower him that easily, I don't see why Braun would have any different other than right old mental head games that have been being played with him from his time. Yeah. Right. And the Wyatt family. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I think Braun's going to walk out uh, as champ. I think, I don't know if this is something that's a one-time thing or they're going to build this feud up to SummerSlam. Like, but let's keep in mind, yeah, it's uh, it's only May 8th, so SummerSlam isn't for a couple months yet. But still, it's like De Vince is already thinking of storylines. He wants to get ready for SummerSlam. But like right now, like it just jerked my memory. Jeff Hardy just came back right now. He's he's cutting an interview in the ring with Renee Young and Sheamus. They pulled a Sheamus backstage watching him, and I think he's coming to charge to the ring right now. And uh, but like yeah. something like that, I don't know if they build Sheamus versus Hardy as kind no, of a don't put two, don't put two of my favorite wrestlers on the SmackDown roster against each other. I I love Sheamus. I absolutely love Sheamus. He is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Same with Hardy. I every time I step on a ladder, I just look down and go Swanton Bomb and. <laughs> that's just where my mind goes because and then you, you, said, you walk down off of it right you don't throw yourself no i don't do a swanton bomb <laughs> yesterday i was helping hang a clothesline and i'm just standing on the ladder i'm like ooh, that's eh, a far way down for a swanton bomb but uh <laughs> well it's insane it's insane to me like some of the things that these guys do because some of like like the the 30 foot ladders and stuff mm-hmm. like like we have a 16 we have a 16-foot ladder uh, at the church that I work with. And, Curtis, you've been on top of that ladder. That's I have. high up. Yes, it is. Can you imagine almost doubling that? And that's like oh my gosh. How, how high some of the, the, the falls and the jumps that Jeff has put his body through over the year. Well, both Hardy brothers. Oh, my God. You know? Um, yeah. It's crazy too. to me. Wow, speaking of that ladder, I just had like a serious flashback of when I was on top of there and you guys found a ginormous spider in the gym. Holy mackerel, flashbacks. But, uh, <laughs> I stayed up there. I, I don't like spiders. I stayed up there. And uh, I didn't leave till it was taken care of. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Seamus and Jeff Hardy got me all off track now because I'm really digging this storyline a lot. And now that Jeff's back and kind of has his mind in the right place, um, it's it's really good to see Jeff back in the WWE. So what's right. happening? So that was right now. Hey, they're cutting a promo on each other. I don't have it turned up because if I have my TV volume on, you'll be able to hear it in the mic. And then, you know, we don't want WWE suing us for copyright infringement. Not, not yet, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. And uh, only after we cut our big sponsorship deal with Goomba Salsa. Goomba. 
Goomba salsa. I I tell you what. Once this this quarantine is end, I know there are some local businesses that I would love. Let's not forget, we forgot the past two episodes just because I'm a horrible businessman. Are we still have an official sponsor, Brian? Okay, Music tell the people about graphics down in Kingston, Pennsylvania, uh, right off Market Street. There, they do fantastic work. They made our T-shirts, and if you don't have PA Piledriver Podcast T-shirt, which guess what, nobody does, and uh, you need to buy one because just Chris, Brian, and myself can't be rocking these. We got to see you. Your life if you don't have one. Exactly. What are you doing if you don't have a PA Piledriver Podcast T-shirt? I mean, there are some. A huge shout out to Scott, one of the guys over at PPW. Oh crap! I mean Phil Bravado, and uh, he has one from t- when we had our little Teespring store there for a few months. Mm. Uh, he got one and gave one to his friend, which we appreciate. The limited edition purple ones. There are only four on this oh, yeah. earth, <laughs> and. Uh, which I, I like, no disrespect to Teespring, but I, I really like what Mozip did with our T-shirts. They look absolutely awesome. And uh, we're definitely, you know, once shirts sell and the podcast definitely starts picking up here, uh, hopefully over the summer we'll get some, maybe some hats or some other cool things. And maybe you're supporting a local business. Exactly, which we need to be doing right now, you know, in, this, in these hard economic times, if, uh, especially if you're able to. I tell you what, my family and I, we eat out a lot, not from fast food. We get takeout from restaurants because we want to support these local businesses. But I tell you what, I have been eating pretty nice the past however many weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like uh, I haven't told many people this, but I've actually been doing home workouts because uh, I was like, you know what? This is a good time to do this. And I've actually started to gain some weight a little bit on muscle tone. So like, look out. You never know. Curtis might jump you from behind. You just <laughs> you're in the back at a PPW show. Well, I had this great idea. I don't know if PPWB behind it or not. This is just me. What if? What if now? Stay. I know it kind of might be like uh, piggybacking off something that already is, but WWE has a 24/7 champion in Robert Gronkowski. Roberto so what Gronkowski. If, Roberto Gronkowski, who is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. That's football related, but. Bad day. <laughs> um, Bad day yeah, day. right. <laughs> but I think with the No Limits Championship that Isaac Rule holds right now, they talk about how it's multi-man matches and how it should be no disqualification matches, how that title should be crazy-type matches. What if you make that defend 24-7? What if you make the PPW No Limits Championship a 24-7? Type? That's just a thought I had. And... I just, I kind of like it, and I don't know why. But it's I do. incredible. Like, like, I could already see a backstage segment where, let's say, Drew Adams, for example, pins <laughs> Isaac Rule, bam, one, two, three. Drew Adams is your new No Limit champion. Boom. Ten seconds later, Rembrandt runs in. Rembrandt pins him. Rembrandt goes to the back. And if you go to PPW, down Holy Family Academy, you can see the opposite side of where the locker room should be. And you can see some of the wrestlers sitting up by the Holy Family Academy sign. So you just see Rembrandt walking up there, and then you just see me come out of the corner. Jeff, the ref's over in the corner. I roll him up, and I run into the dark, mysterious hallways of Holy Family Academy where nobody can find me. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is my writing. It's my, my story writing in my mind. Just, I, need, I need to be a writer somewhere. Dear God, please, anybody, once this is over. 
I have plentiful ideas that just aren't being used. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, not a mark, Brian. You know what a mark is, right? No. A mark? Oh man. Okay, I should have asked you that because now people are going to judge you for not knowing what a mark is. It's okay. I, and I don't want to explain this wrong. Oh, mark either. like someone in the crowd. So like a mark is like this is how I explain it to my friends who aren't into wrestling. I say a mark is someone who like buys into everything like they 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 think it's real like everything they just feel like it's all happening so real so fast and then there's smart marks who know it's fake purposely root for the heels and be like oh my gosh i knew that was happening like stuff like that which oh, so basically when like i was me. in like elementary school then a smart mark <laughs> so uh yeah that's i just there you go definition of mark don't know why that came along. But uh, all right, I'm looking at my paper here. We got through Money in the Bank. It's going to be a great pay-per-view. I'm excited to watch it with the um, the aspect of it being at WWE headquarters and being you have to get to the top of the ceiling. So that'll be fun. We're going to skip over. Uh, uh, we're going to skip. We're going to do Superstar Spotlight after next. We have two new seg. Well, one old segment that I stopped for two episodes because I'm stupid. We brought it back. And then we have a new segment which I'm very excited for, that I will need help from you, the PA Pile Driver Nation, to, be, <laughs> to have a name to because it's not good. So I have YouTube TV for two weeks. Don't ask me why. I don't have cable. I just don't. So I was able to watch AEW and NXT this week. And people ask me all the time, they're like, Kurt, what would you pick? Like, okay, I'm going to cut real for a second because The Undertaker just popped up on my screen. What is happening? Oh, it's documentary. Okay. I thought The Undertaker was coming back here for a hot second. Holy mackerel. What, the last, me the last ride? That, I think, premieres this Sunday, Mother's Day. Right. Is it after? I think is so. Is it after Money in the Bank? Yeah. I believe so. I, I think that's the commercial I'm seeing. All I see is Mark Calloway pop up, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, from NXT this week, I only have two notes. And my one is love Dominic Dijakovic. That is note number one. Him versus Gargano was my favorite match of the night. I mean, Rhea. Oh, dang it. Not Rhea. Charlotte versus EO was good for the time being. Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream was good. But Dominic Dijakovic, he is growing on me more and more every time I watch that guy. He is fantastic in the ring. For his size, he does stuff that six, 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 seven guys should not be able to do. And uh, that's why, you know, Keith Lee's the same way. He's a big guy. Like he's limit, those he's two, the limitless one. He's not li- a big guy. I know you, Don't say he's just a big guy. He's the limitless one. Limitless. Keith cool Lee bat. Bask in cool his bat. glory. Oh, man. I love that theme song. But, uh, Bask in his glory. <laughs> I tell everyone all the time, they're like, Curtis, what kind of music do you listen to? WWE themes, and they just look at me. <laughs> so, on my workout playlist, no joke, I have Metalingus. On this day, I see clearly. On this day, I see clearly. That's my all-time favorite theme song of all time. I love that. That thing- and, um... Go ahead. No, the only thing I was going to say that I don't like is it doesn't start with the you think you know me. <laughs> oh, da, 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 da. Him and Christian are my two favorite theme songs. Those are my 
Go if you close your eyes, your life set the truth reveal. Those, those, can, those Canadian boys know how to pick some theme songs. <laughs> they also are some of the best wrestlers in the world come from Canada. And that's that Canada's got the crop. They got the crop. But um, so that was my one note from NXT. My second one was the debut of Karrion Cross and Scarlett. Her name's not Scarlett Bordeaux anymore. It's just Scarlett. And um, he was dominant. I mean, wowza. I, I, I had the pleasure. I've said this on the pod before. I had the pleasure of meeting Scarlett Bordeaux back the first ever PBW Impact joint show. We were talking about this before we started. Uh, she was really nice, fantastic. And I think it's cool. And this happened with somebody on AEW this week too, that I was able to say like, as a fan, it made me feel like awesome. I was able to say like, sure, Impact is a big company, but being able to say, hey, I saw Scarlett when she was in a gym in Hazleton in 2019. And now she's she just debuted for NXT last night. Like it's so... It's like a ba- it's like a badge of honor to a fan. Like, wow, these I saw this person before they made it big time, and look where they're at now. Like and Mercedes that Lewis. Mercedes Martinez. Oh my yeah, gosh, Martinez. Yeah, Mercedes Lewis is the is the tight end from the NFL. Yikes. Oh my! I was like, what? Lewis <laughs> Martinez? I know. Which I, that was our biggest pop when we had the Royal Rumble party here. I remember that she came out. We all started freaking out. I was like, yes. Everybody except Dave. Dave could care less, but Steve, Harold, the whole gang freaked out. It was, it was, it was an awesome moment when she, when she was in the rumble. But, like, yeah, it's like a badge of honor to a fan to see these people in gyms and malls, you know, before they – although Impact this past time around um, in November was fantastic. They – each time I continue, I see them, they feel like a bigger and bigger company each time I see them, which is why I'm really excited about their product. Uh, and they're still doing good. They're doing good no-fan shows, too. I'm not sure if you've seen any of that, Brian. I have not. But uh, not been they have been doing some good stuff. But, like, some guys, like uh, the North, they have been able to travel down because they're in Canada. So they're... They just tape matches with these. They this past week they had like these jobbers on. I already forget their names because that's how remembering they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, and they just used that. They had a couple of film guys there. Boom, the North beat these guys. So they're still on Impact TV, but you know they're all in these different places. So um, Impact, this is going good. But anyways, that was my two notes from NXT. Love Dominic Dijakovic and Cross and Scarlet debut. It was great NXT, um, but I will admit, I don't like to pick favorites because, listen, you turn on wrestling anywhere, Ring of Honor, Impact, WWE, AEW, New Japan, you're getting fantastic stuff. No matter what you watch, you're getting, like, top-class athletes. Mm, absolutely. And uh, that's why I don't like picking favorites, but, like, uh, AEW, man, uh, AEW just tugs to me. It's got, like, that little bit of attitude-ish era to it. Not like bad. like Not like nothing bad, but it's got some stuff that WWE... Whoa. Okay, sorry to cut in like this, but Bray Wyatt is attempting to hand Braun Strowman the black sheet mask right now. He's attempting to hand it to him. Yeah, Bray's standing out with his hand with the mask in it, and the puppets are talking to Braun. Oh my gosh. This is so 
freaking Nazoski's the pig. Oh. Anyways, I'm gonna keep an eye on this while I talk about AEW this week. Was awesome. Uh, set up a match for Double or Nothing. Their pay-per-view coming May 23rd, which is going to be exciting because mm-hmm. it's a Saturday, and that's the day after my last day of school, a.k.a. my I'm done forever, and I am so excited. Wait, you're done but, forever? Well, not – here's my – I've been looking at online programs that are, like, solely broadcasting. Like, I found the radio – radio broadcasting institute online or something that was really interesting to me it was a six month six month program and it was highly accredited so i've I've been looking at a bunch of other places because i'm not looking to go to a community college and take communications and have to take physics and this like calculus or something while my main focus is listen i just want to know how to do radio and tv stuff like that's i don't need to waste my time on this math and this science and this english course Although English could help in talking, but um, it's just like I'm definitely just looking for like a radio broadcasting in general. So we're on the look for that. But as far as I've already finished a few of my courses for school, so I'm like, I'm, it's starting to hit me that I'm graduating high school like the past week. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really going to happen. <laughs> right. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh, it's, it's crazy. I can't believe I was just talking to someone the other day. I know we're kind of getting off wrestling here, but that's all right. Uh, I was I was telling someone, like, I remember my freshman year of high school, like, it was yesterday. It was my last year I played basketball uh, for Rock Solid Academy. And, like, I remember I remember when our final game of the season at Triborough Christian Academy up in Scranton, PA, uh, we we lost, obviously. But I it was one of my <laughs> best <laughs> – I, I, I hate that I say obviously. Nobody, but, nobody knows. <laughs> No, yeah, this is true. Nobody does know. And I remember we went to Wendy's after the game, and we saw one of the anchors for WNEP. What's his name? John Meyer? Is that his name? I don't know. I think so. But, like, he walked in, and he's looking all around, and he sees all these kids in the corner, and he's, like, looking at us, like, waiting for one of us to come up to him to be like, hey, you're that guy that's on the news. And nobody went up to him. We all just pretended like he wasn't there, and we were just sitting at tables, minding our own business. It was kind of funny but uh yeah like these these three years four years tortured the me. poor guy <laughs> probably did and like it's just why aren't they asking leave. for my autograph gosh <laughs> that's how i am now i'm like yeah i average 12 listeners on a podcast you want my signed eight by 10 don't you no <laughs> that's what you want you need honestly though if we start getting you know a bigger audience which is gonna happen it's just a matter of time and uh we need to get some like like promo picks done. You meet Chris and hopefully Harlan. Harlan becomes a, a staple here on the pod, which I'm very excited for. And uh, we just got like this promo pick that Frank takes in front of that background at PPW. And then like boom, we print a bunch of eight by tens. People come up to us. Oh uh, yeah. They're I'm- gonna have to start meeting us before the matches and everything. <laughs> We're- we have our own table with PA Pile Driver Podcast merch. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that'd be awesome. But anyways, out of my cushy high school life. I wonder how much it would be to sponsor a night of PPW. Probably a lot. But Well, here's the thing. Here's what they do now, which I like. like they, I don't know if you noticed before. I can't imagine that guy that did Goombas paid that much. So here's what they do. They have Tornado Tag Podcast. That's a sign. What PPW does is they make up a big sign, which they hang in the rafters up 
on the opposite of the hard cam. So if the cam looks up, you'll see it up in the banners and the, in the rafters. And um, so it's, it's 50 bucks to have a sign, a big, I mean, it's a big, it's like a flag. They have a big banner made, it's 50 bucks to make it, and it's $50 a show, but you get two free general mission tickets to every show. So every show you have that banner up. So, I mean, that's 30 bucks right there because general mission is $15 a pop. Yeah. So in reality, it's only 20 bucks a show, which is not that bad at all. No. So, PPW, you might be hearing from my agent, a.k.a. the other guy on the end of this computer. My and uh, <laughs> I, I, I got to hire a, a secret agent. A secret agent. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, I've just been – we've already said it, but I've missed PPW so much. I, I can't. I can't describe it. It's Did sad. you see, like, this is, like, trying to get back to wrestling. Oh, you were on wrestling. You were talking PBW. But I don't know if you realize this, Curtis, but they're promoting tomorrow on Fox. I don't know if you saw. They're having the greatest ladder matches of all time. So it looks like, really? it looks like Undertaker, Cena, Flair, Macho Man, The Man, The Rock, and, yes, Stone Cold Steve Austin, all of those guys and their ladder matches, uh, the best of the best tomorrow night. And I think a two-hour special is what I have just been told by an inside source, a.k.a. my friend Ted. (laughs) Inside. Ted. Oh, Ted. He's watching SmackDown right now. Yeah. Hey, Teddy might be tagging along with us at PPW here soon. Oh, he would. He would at some point. Yeah, probably the mall. We got. <laughs> oh, he would come to Hazelton. He would come. I. That, that's the thing, though. That still sketches me out is having a show at Hazelton anytime soon. I don't care if it's September and it's died down. It's still because it's such a it's a hotbed down there. Like it's just so many people. I would think that's why Lucerne County's in the red. I would think, I would think, especially if Lackawanna opens up before Luzerne. I would think that um, Paul Bow and the boys over at PPW would be very remiss if they did not explore the option of doing a show at the mall again. Yeah. Well, they already have one set up for August. That's, okay. that's set in stone. But yeah. um, I don't know if that will stay. Maybe that will be the return show, August, uh, at the Steamtown Mall. But the thing is, and you know, we're kind of talking geographically here, the, the thing they tend to do is, I've noticed with the government, is they, they group Luzerne and Lackawanna together. So I feel like if they're going to open Lackawanna, they're going to be want to make sure Luzerne's pretty decent too. Yeah. And, uh, it's, we'll have to wait and see, though. We'll have to We're wait so and see. close. That's the thing. Yeah. They, how many more counties did they open up today in the state? 13, I saw, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so like they they're to the yellow phase, excuse me. But um, yellow phase is good because I need my haircut. Well, my mom cut my hair, but it's it's, it's okay. And uh, I miss my need, barber though. If you need need a haircut, I know someone. We'll talk. We'll talk once. You know a guy. Yeah, we'll talk once we're not. <laughs> What's the world isn't listening to us? Don't want don't want this man getting in trouble. <laughs> exactly. Even though exactly. even though police officers are going to him and getting their haircut, which I find very. Funny. Oh my gosh! And they're the ones that would cite him. So there you go. Exactly. Like <laughs> some of the stuff doesn't make sense to me. Anyways, we got a long way off AEW here. AEW. Matt Hardy made his in-ring debut, tagging with Kenny Omega, taking on Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara in a street fight that was amazing and has formed a meme 
that is circulating all over the internet that people are using, which is Kenny and Matt in the golf cart chasing Sammy Guevara as he's running. That Oh, man. I was laughing so much when I was watching that live. Oh, I'm like, this is going to be a meme tomorrow morning. Yeah. Oh, and it was so good. And it was, but it was a fantastic match. The, the Kenny Omega did a flip off one of those lift things. I don't even know what they're called, but lift scissor, scissor lift. Yes. Bingo. And uh, he did a flip off that on the Hager who was interfering in the match. And uh, which I'm wearing my Jack swag. Nobody can see it, but we, the people, uh, Hager was involved with that. And uh, it was great. But uh, and another, another badge of honor, a part of the Dark Order when Brody Lee uh, interfered in John Moxley's match. Uh, he's called 10, but the only guy in the Dark Order that didn't have a shirt on, Cody Vance, known as 10 now. Um, he is part of the Dark Order. Been PPW several months in a row a while ago. Had the pleasure of seeing him wrestle. I'm so happy to see him in a major company. He is doing fantastic work. But some of these other guys, I'm like, it's it, I don't want to mean this as a disrespect to Cody Vance, but there are some other wrestlers out there that make me like, he's signed, but why isn't the Neon Ninja facade signed? Why isn't Casey Navarro signed? Why isn't South Philly's finest? Those are like the first three to come to mind, but why isn't South Philly's finest signed? Like, it's stuff like that. Like, people are sleeping on independent wrestling. But now, once this quarantine and, you know, the economy bounces back, people are going to be picking people up. Like, there's, they're going to be after some people. But, of course, we've got, the as our last episode, we discussed Black Wednesday. They're going to be picking up those guys first, which is going to be interesting. Also, I want to throw this out there. We'll talk a little bit more about our um, sp- Superstar Spotlight. <laughs> Kurt Hawkins, a.k.a. Brian Myers, said, and I quote on his podcast that I am religiously listening to now because I love it, that if you book him, Heath Miller, a.k.a. Heath Slater, and Hornswoggle, he will come for the third of his asking price to book him. He will come for a third if you book Heath Slater and Swoggle with him on the same show. PPW, you heard me. He will come for a third of what he would charge if you book Slater and Swoggle. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you, that, that's the return show right there. Boom. Hawkins, Ryder, Slater, and Swoggle. That would be awesome. I would love seeing Hornswoggle. That'd be I, fantastic. I actually had a, a cameo made for my best friend from Hornswoggle for his birthday. And that, he did it? He did do he it? He did it. Yeah. That's he great. Did it the day of his birthday. It was awesome. Awesome sauce. I will admit, cameo, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. As Troy Dan would say, not a sponsor. We're just using it. But <laughs> cameo, this, they, I love using that. It, like Especially now, I think it's a really good concept if you are have birthdays or friends that have birthdays and you can't go see them like cameo is like the perfect thing to do for a gift like i think that's i got him two cameos i mean now i'm like i'm locked in that best friend slot even though we've been friends for 12 years but locked in it's locked in man he's a huge chicago bears fan so i got him a bears uh, it it was the bears long snapper but he looked like he freaking loved it He's okay. like, I feel like I've seen this guy before. So now I'm a huge Patrick Scales fan, long snapper for the Chicago Bears. Patrick <laughs> because he did an absolutely great job for my best friend's birthday cameo. Oh. So, not a sponsor, but it was fantastic. 
So yeah, AEW, NXT, they were both fantastic. Got to watch both. Brian, for our next segment, where do you want to head? Do you want to head to our new one? Or do you want to head to Superstar Spotlight? What are you thinking? Hmm. Let's do new one. Let's you want to do new, new one to start? Let's reveal right. the new. Let's reveal the new one here. New podcast segment that hopefully I'm in contact with people. We're going to have like, hopefully I'll learn how to edit and I can intro insert. Bam. Insert intro music, two segments. That'd be cool. But I need non-copyright music first to do that with. But thankfully I know, I know a guitarist who can cover songs without being copyrighted because it's him covering them. So there you go. Brandon Puritan, not throwing that out there, but <laughs> uh, our new segment. And if you're listening, this name sounds horrible to me. If you can come up with what you think the segment should be named, we're calling it Guess That Star. Brian and I are going to give each other a series of hints or accolades of this certain male or female superstar. And uh, we're going to see if we can guess who the person is within three guesses. So, Brian, you're going to give me. Like, I think we'll do one hit at a time. I'll think, do a guess, and we're going to, like, try. So one hint, guess, two hints, guess, and if you don't get within three, that's unfortunate. But, okay. So do you, how about you start with your – actually, no, I'll start with mine. I'll give you first. This person is from, according to Wikipedia, which I do not trust entirely, but it was my only source at the short moment, <laughs> from Charlotte, North Carolina. That really doesn't narrow it down at all. Okay. All right. Oh, that's my hint? Well, yeah, that's your one. I'll give you your second one. You got three hints total. Three hints total, three guesses. Okay. He is a two-time intercontinental champion. And he is a six-time tag team champion. I can see the gears moving. <laughs> the smoke is coming out the ears. Holy mackerel. Yeah. That's not, <laughs> that's not Matt Hardy, right? No. No. Because I know the Hardy boys are from North Carolina. Hmm. Right. Man. Actually, I'll be nice. I'm going to give you one more. This actually might help you narrow it down a little. Okay. He is recently in 2016, I believe. I'm going off the top of my head. I could be wrong. He is a Ring of Honor, former Ring of Honor world champion. Former Ring of Honor world champion. Yes. You got it. It's not Bob Ray Dudley, right? No. That's a good guess, but no. No, no, no. You're down to your last leg, Brian. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I know I'm not going to get it. <laughs> I'll you throw out like this, this total heave. <sighs> I don't even know if I can use my third guess. I have no – I'm trying to figure out who would have been on Ring of Honor. <laughs> recently. Fairly recently. Fairly recently. I'd say they're a big-time star now. On Ring of Honor or on WWE? No, different comp- – I'm not going to give you the company because it'll give it away. You said six-time tag team champion? Six-time tag team champion, two-time intercontinental champion. From Hmm. Charlotte, North Carolina, according to Wikipedia. Hmm. As of May the 8th, 2020, at 9.18 p.m. 
Who? It's, pro- it's probably not right, but Rey Mysterio? Nope. No. The superstar is, drumroll please, dun, 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 Cody Rhodes. Oh, my word. Cody. Cody Rhodes. Well, just Cody now, but Cody, two-time Intercontinental Champion, six-time Tag Team Champion with Ted DiBiase, Hardcore Holly, among others, and a one-time. Hardcore Holly. Yeah. Ring of Honor World Champion. Remember when he was a thing. (laughs) He was at PPW in October of 2018. I heard good things. I wasn't at that show, but I've heard good things. I believe it. So, yeah. All right, Bri. I'm ready. Hit me with it. Are you sure? I think I'm ready. You're very positive? I'm going to pull up my phone for Google purposes. All right. Was your first hint their location where they were from? Yes, that was my first one. Okay, this... Wait, you're pulling out your Google? You're going to Google? Weren't you Googling? No. Oh, then never mind. No, I had, I had my... I was getting my guy ready. Like the, oh, the Wikipedia page oh, that I needed. All right, yeah, no, I can do so, this. So this... <laughs> I can't believe you. If I didn't get it and I would have Googled it, that would have been bad. It's like an open book test. There's I know. Um, okay, so... Uh, let's see here. This, mm, okay, so this person, this wrestler, uh, was born in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Whoa, South Carolina? Yeah, Orangeburg. Orangeburg, South Carolina specifically. Oh, boy. Hit me with the second one. The second one is that he wrestled at the University of Minnesota. Brock Lesnar. No. What? Good guess, though. Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> I was so confident as soon as I heard the University of Minnesota. Minnesota. Like, oh, Brock Lesnar, but that's not it. Oh, Orangeburg, South Carolina. Hit me with the third one before I give my second. The third one. He has been... Hmm. Should I say that? <laughs> Hold on. The look on your face. Hmm. Should I say that? Hold on here. So I'm actually going to give you four hints. Ready? That's fine. I technically gave you four too. He debuted in the year 2000. Oh, so he's old. Well, not necessarily. Minnesota. Not less. And uh, and he, let's see here. This is he is a. Where is it here? Where'd it go? He was he was an inter- intercontinental championship three times. Champion. Three times. He's been uh, he's been a tag team champion twice. And he was the United States champion once. And also, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, he was rated he was voted the most underrated superstar from 2005 to 2007. I have two guesses. So I'm gonna throw one out. No, it's okay. not him. It's not him, but I'm gonna say it. It's not John Morrison, is it? No. Okay. I didn't think so. 
I didn't think he went to Minnesota. Um, oh, God. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to put everything together in my head. Oh, I also don't want this to go forever either. So, He is someone who, who was on WWE for at like the beginning of his career and then left and then has come back. Uh, I would say he's more sporadic, if anything, anymore. Sporadic anymore. Shelton Benjamin. Good guess. Good guess, and it's correct. You are. Oh, yeah, are let's correct. go. Ain't no stopping me. No. Ain't yep. no stopping me. There, oh, I got it. I'm proud of myself. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know he went to Minnesota. Wow. Minnesota. Oh. Wow. Yeah. And Ohio. He started at Ohio Valley Wrestling. He's done. Yeah, OVW. And he's done. He's done all sorts of different promotions. Yeah. Ring of Honor. Wow. He was a Ring of Honor guy. So. Wow. All right. Well, that was the news. I always, I always thought, because it's funny, I picked him because I loved watching him, Charlie Haas, and Kurt Angle, like when they were a faction for a little bit. Yes. Uh, and they, uh, but then I think eventually didn't build, I think he eventually turned, they just turned on Angle. They just abandoned him. Like, yep. but I always thought that Shelton Benjamin was, was severely underrated as well. I just, he I like I still like his style of wrestling. Yeah, he's definitely someone I would like to see challenge Andrade for the United States Championship. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, make him a baby face. But well, that was he's guess forty-four that too, dude. He's forty-four. 44? Holy mackerel! He that's, is getting up there. That's the thing. Like he's forty-four and he looks good. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. So that was successful. I got it. Woohoo! Props to me. Guess that star. We'll come up with a better name for it. But that that's just that's just to be determined. Get shoot me your name ideas at our Instagram at the PA Pile Driver Podcast. Or I have finally figured out the Twitter sphere. Ooh. I am running it as of right now. It's the Twitter sphere. The Twitter sphere. I totally forgot about it until just now. I forget what the handle is. I'm pulling it up. <laughs> I am stalling time because it's it's the only handle that doesn't match the other ones. Oh, I hate it when they make you do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's PA underscore pile driver on Twitter. PA underscore pile driver on Twitter. And on Facebook, you can just search the PA pile driver podcast. Send me a message with your ideas or comment. If you're listening to this and you got here via a link on Facebook, Instagram. Or if you're one of my close friends and you see it on Snapchat, you can send it to me. But not many of my friends on Snapchat listen to this. So I don't think any do, to be quite honest. So if you're hearing this, comment, share, hit me up. I don't care. I'm a very easy person to find. And uh, we'll, we'll get some ideas out there. So now we're down and we're getting a nitty-gritty here. But we've been talking for, for a good while here. Even though it's just, if you're wondering, yes, obviously, if you figured out by now that Chris isn't here. Chris is doing something. I don't know. He's just doing something. He's doing something. He's doing something. I mean, I, I don't know what could be better than being part of the PA Pod Ever podcast, but there's something, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, Chris, we missed you. Hopefully you're listening to this. We'll have you back next, not next week, two weeks from today. We'll start recording May 22nd, a.k.a. my last day of school. 
So that'll be a fun night. I'll be super hyped for that episode. <laughs> I'll be bouncing off the walls. Um, I'll be going nuts. I will be going. We'll have a party. We was like, I'll, like we just. Oh, that's copyright though. I start singing "Celebrate Good Time." Come on. Well, if you're singing it, it's fine. It's if you were just playing it. Playing it, yeah. Yeah, my beautiful rendition of "Celebrate Good Times." You're beautiful. <laughs> All right, we're bringing it back. Next segment here. Superstar Spotlight. Bum, bum, bum. There's my my intro music. So we are doing a little bit of a tag team, but they're both accomplished singles wrestlers as well. We're doing two men who re- who recently got released from WWE. I've been listening to their podcast a lot. They've gotten me back into the addiction of action figure collecting slash collectible collecting slash everything wrestling <laughs> collectibles. Zack Ryder, a.k.a. Matt Cardona, Kurt Hawkins, a.k.a. Brian Myers, the Major Brothers, are our superstar spotlight this week. I have them both underlined here, their accomplishments. Zack Ryder is a one-time United States champion, a one-time Intercontinental champion, which we'll pause there because I remember that moment. That was one of my favorite moments from a WrestleMania ever. WrestleMania 32. Ryder is in a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. Looks like Sami Zayn's going to win. No, Miz comes. Looks like Miz is going to win it again. And here comes Ryder. Pushes him off. His dad celebrates with him in the ring. I remember him getting very upset because his dad... Well, I was actually listening to their episode they released last week. He had no idea that they were letting his dad come in the ring to celebrate with him. Like, he had no idea his dad was popping in. So he was kind of a little, little worried. And then because uh, Nick Nemeth, a.k.a. Dolph Ziggler, was in that match. And he's laying up against the barricade where his dad was. And he's telling him, go in, go in, go in. And so his dad <laughs> listened to him. And he jumped the barricade, went right in there. and uh, But that was one of my favorite WrestleMania moments ever. He's a two-time tag team champion with none other than Kurt Hawkins, a.k.a. Brian Myers. And he's a three-time Slammy Award winner. You don't find enough of those. Slammy Award winner. Slammy. He won most annoying catchphrase Slammy Award in 2010. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. And uh, I still say woo, woo, woo all the time. Woo, 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 woo. Woo, woo, woo. He also won Superstar Transformation of the Year Slammy Award in 2011 as well as trending superstar of the year in 2011. So those were his accomplishments in WWE. Countless accomplishments on the indies. It would be too long for me to write. So if you want more, just go look it up because he has done a lot for the wrestling world. And Kurt Hawkins, a.k.a. Brian Myers, is is, um, resume is a little shorter WWE-wise. He's a two-time tag team champion with, obviously, Matt Cardona. But so I looked in here in 2019, in 2019, even with that infamous losing streak that he had, he was ranked 128 in the pro wrestling. Oh my gosh. What does the I stand for? PWI. I'm just saying PWI top 500 singles wrestlers. He was ranked 128 out of singles wrestlers, which shocked me. I looked that up. I'm like, holy mackerel. That's true. Hmm. Um, so that's his WWE accomplishments as far as indie scene or other companies. He um, is a former TNA tag team champion and uh, one of my favorite independent companies out there right now. 
run by Ethan Page, uh, Alpha One Wrestling in Canada. He was their heavyweight champion there. Um, I also have right, written here, longest ever losing streak. And uh, he appeared at PPW when he had his little break between when he first got released. So, uh, Kurok and Zack Ryder, one of the one of my favorite tag teams and their podcast. This is not a sponsor. I just love plugging the crap out of it because it is so fantastic. This will segue into our extension of the PA Piledriver Podcast Network stuff. Uh, the Major Res- Wrestling Figure Podcast. If you've ever been a collector of figures, listen to this podcast, okay? Fantastic. They do a great job talking old figs, new figs, talking about their experiences at wrestling. It's And their, their producer and their, their third host, he's an independent wrestler, Mark Sterling. He does a fantastic job editing and everything. And... Uh, Good group of guys over there. They do a fantastic job. I love listening to Cardona. It's like it's a good mix. Cardona is hyper and wild and out the wazoo. And Myers just like he brings that calming. I think it. I like Brian Myers more just because like I'm that way too. I'm like Matt. I'm hyper all the time. Like let's go. So like you know what they say, opposites attract. So typically I like hanging around calmer ish. Not all the time though because I definitely have some hyper friends. But my like my best friend is a calmer ish type person so but that's why i like brian My- brian myers is so funny on that like he he is just, him and cardona both great guys great wrestlers hopefully we will see them at ppw sometime when they return and uh yeah so i'm reading my notes here Brian. we've been going for a while it's already 9 30 yeah i have another zoom call to go to hopefully and uh you know with them with that camp orchard hill staff and uh my friends though i don't technically work there but hey Never know. Might go back. We'll see. I thought we'll you see. applied to work there. So I never filled out my counselor um, uh. resume thing. But here's the thing. I was thinking about it, and I'm thinking about just working in the kitchen again, but not, not what I did last year. Oh, no, no, no. Just put me in the pit. Or if I don't know what the pit is, like the dishwashing area. Because my first job was at a, a local pizza restaurant. I was a busboy. Like that, I feel more comfortable there. Like that, that, that's what I'm, you know, more familiar with. And so maybe go back to the pit because I'm not sure, you know, it, it all depends on what they're allowed to do though, too, as far as campers and everything. So, right. I it's think they're still trying to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. My, there's, there's rumors circulating. I don't want to say anything because I don't know anything. So I don't say anything, but. I, I hope they can, though, because, I mean, Camp Orchard. And by the way, for those of you who haven't figured it out, we we are hoping. We're hoping and praying. I'll put it out there. We got a PPW Camp Orchard Hill fundraiser joint show. Oh, I literally have been dreaming about this day. I That's all I want to happen in 2020. That would make my year. If this ends and that happens at the end of the year, my whole year would be made. I mean... Just Camp Orchard Hill show, year made. Got to have me involved somehow, though. You can't have a Camp Orchard Hill show and not have Brian Krause, the one of the – how do I want to put this? Counselors. A ca- counseling legend. That's oh, I'll put boy. it like that. Counseling oh, legend. Yeah. Like, when they made those trading cards, I <laughs> they gave one to me. I'm literally look, – I'm looking at it right now, Brian. Your trading card is right there on my dress <laughs> that they made of all the counselors. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh they gave me one. i'm like can i take this they're like yeah and then i ran out of the building i was like this is mine now 
What were my did did you like? Oh, I'm gonna get your stats. Hold on. Yeah, what, what were my stats? I forget. Oh man, no comment. Oh my gosh. All right, here we go. Brian Krauss, counselor, Philadelphia Biblical University, <laughs> nickname Biggs and Papa Krauss. There you go. Favorite camp meal, which I agree with you 110 percent. The pretzel sandwiches. Absolutely. I loved the, oh, man, so good. So good. What's the next one? The writing is so small. I'm having a hard time reading it in the dark. <laughs> Favorite shoe, white Adidas. There you go. Favorite cartoon, That's Tom changed. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Favorite cartoon, Tom and Jerry. That's a classic. I love go. Tom and Jerry. Favorite sport, lacrosse. Yep. Um, favorite worship song, God of Wonders Beyond. Oh, man, that is such a throwback. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it not? Oh, my gosh. That's circa, that's circa 2009 right there. That card's from. <laughs> oh, me in three words. Big, fun, loving. That's there you what go. your three words. This summer, I'm looking forward to serving God and building relationships with my campers. Fortunately, I wish they said the year on them so we know. What year this was from? It's two thousand nine. Two thousand. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a Power Ranger shirt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah two thousand nine. Go go Power Rangers! That was good we did a we did a Power Rangers skit throughout the whole week. It was great. That is awesome! Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is awesome. So yeah, we man, we covered a lot in this episode. So we're gonna end it off here with talking about the PA Pile Driver Podcast future. Done, done, done. So I've. If you've all, if you've been listening for a while, you know this podcast started back in November of 2019, kind of right after the Impact shows, kind of a little fire in me, like, ooh, let's do this. And um, it's been going really well. So once school ends, and I am not going to be as busy as much, even though I still will be working, but I'll have more free time. We are going to be, we've already launched, but it hasn't been very good yet we have the pa pile driver network on mixer so i will be streaming games time to time i'll probably have a more set schedule once school ends and i figure out my work situation is it going to be the wwe 2k20 it's going to be heavy wwe 2k20 but if there are other games that people like out there that they want me to play like i will totally stream battlefront i love battlefront I'm a big basketball guy. I've got the new NBA. I've got Madden. I've got PBA Pro Bowling. I've yeah, got to play each other in Madden. We, oh my gosh, that's right. We have to do that sometime soon. I play Sean sometimes, and he kicks my butt. He Not has fun. Madden too. Yeah, he has Madden twenty two. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we play together. We play together like it's been a while because we've been just got Battlefront, so we've both been playing that all the freaking time but uh yeah we played like a month ago he kicked my butt oh man what team did he use so we do that ultimate team where you just get all these different cards so his cards are just better than mine and uh yeah that's what happened he but it 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 stinks it stunk because he had the new york giants logo and uniforms and of course i was a birds big birds fan and losing to the looking like you were losing to the giants by a lot was not fun to look at it was not fun at all as a Patriots fan, you you have a hatred for the Giants as well. So I do. that's I do. there we go. There's a common thing between Eagles and Patriots fans. I'm more of a I really enjoy like if I'm playing with someone like a friend at least, I'll be like, okay, let's do random. So you just randomize and you just whatever team you get, 
God. as long as it's close in rating, like like if if we randomized and I got the Broncos and you got like the the Cowboys or something, we'd have to redo it because that's just too big of a difference. But if we did, if we it is. It is. I think the Broncos are underrated. That's just me. Well, they're underrated, but I'm saying from a talent perspective, like oh yeah, anybody would say that the Cowboys have more talent than them. So I'm not going to admit that as an Eagles fan. I will, those words will never, ever, ever come out of my mouth. That's like a cuss word. No. It's okay. I mean, there's no, <laughs> there's no excuse for the uh, the Bucks to come out of the to not come out of the NFC for for the Super Bowl. I think there is. Oh. Their defense. Oh, their defense, yeah. I don't know if they're – yeah, they have a stacked offense, but you got to have a defense that can (gasps) – Wait, guys, it's the hacker. It's the hacker. Oh, who is it? Oh, my gosh, he's turned around, but you can't see the face. Of course. I'm sorry, guys. I know we're about to end this, and we were going to talk about the PA Power Podcast Network, but it it was going to Corbin. It's a six-man tag. Corbin, Cesaro, and Shinsuke versus Daniel Bryan, Drew Gulak, and a mystery partner. And the first person that shows up is the hacker. Oh my gosh. If CM Punk pops onto my screen, right? It's not, though. I, I'm 85% sure it's Mustafa Ali. Because that little logo on his, on his cameras in the, or the. It's Mustafa Ali. Because. I'm sorry, I stopped because he started playing something. <gasps> the truth will be heard. <laughs> Wouldn't it be something if it was our truth? <laughs> that would be funny. The truth will be heard. Huh. Might be Mustafa. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. But I'm waiting to see who this mystery partner is. We'll talk a little bit about the PA Power podcast future, and I'll cut in when the mystery partner is revealed. But um, so we're, we're working on Mixer stuff. I will totally stream any of those games. If people reach out to me, I will totally stream You know some of that stuff. I think, think what else I have? To, I think you need to stream a game of Madden against me soon. Yeah, I'll do that. Here's the thing that once you know I start saving up money and stuff, I definitely want to get a webcam so I can hook that up and people can see. Because right now they just hear my voice through my headset when I when I stream. So um, we'll, we'll get a cam eventually. But uh, and then uh, if you're not subscribed to our Patreon, I would get on that soon because d- due to the me listening to the Major Wrestling Figure podcast has led to me revitalizing my uh, collectibles and figures per collecting. So for those of you who that listen to that know, they do like their figure federations where they do their dream match cards with their figures. And like they do what they call fig photography. They take pictures of their figures. They have like these big setups of stages and rings and stuff. I don't have all that, but I did buy some stuff last night from ringside collectibles, not a sponsor, but a fantastic company. And uh, this is bad. Because I went to buy a Funko Pop the other yesterday, but it was $12 shipping. I'm like, it wasn't from them. It was from a different company. And I was like, I'm not paying $12 to ship one Funko Pop to my house. I'm sorry. It was the Ted DiBiase Million Dollar Man uh, Funko Pop. I was like, oh, that'd be, that'd be a great way to start off my collection. But, uh, but I would, we're going to have a figure Instagram page where we're going to do figure picks um which will be fun it'll be it'll be a private group so you'll have to like if you're a patreon member i will put it in Uh oh here's the mystery partner who is it i can't hear the music oh that's oh man that's it oh come on it's otis it's otis is the mystery partner 
Don't 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 hate on Otis. I thought Chad Gable was coming back. Oh, <laughs> I got all excited. I was hoping it was Shorty G. Daniel Bryan's grown his beard back. <laughs> it's so full. Oh my gosh! It looks like 2010 Daniel Bryan uh, <laughs> when he had short hair, long beard. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. That's right. Those are the days. So, all right. Well, yeah. PA Power Driver Podcast Network. YouTube is going to be doing good. Uh, uh, once we, um, once this quarantine ends, vlogs are coming. I'm thinking about maybe doing a little quarantine vlog. Uh, I bought a bunch of stuff to protect my 8x10 science photos and my f- have some figure other collectibles and stuff. So I'm thinking maybe a little vlog. I'll go to Big Lots, see what they got here in quarantine, and uh, maybe a little little video here soon on YouTube. So if you're not already, the PA Pilots Ever podcast on YouTube, go hit that subscribe button, turn that bell on, share, 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 share everything. Our Instagram, at the PA Pilots Ever podcast. Twitter, PA underscore pile driver, or just on Facebook, search the PA pile driver podcast. Brian, is there anything you want to get out there before we uh, let this one go? No, we're just, I'm excited. Make sure uh, you show up if you've listened to this and we end up doing a show out at the mall soon. Uh, and if it's tailgating, whether if we somehow figure out how to tailgate in the parking garage of the mall. <laughs> Uh, I'll be more than happy to be grilling you up something on the new griddle. Can't wait to start it. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't snowing, I'd probably be seasoning it. Uh, Is it snowing right now? It was flurrying when we first started. I can't because I'm in I'm in my basement, so I can't yeah. see. There's no windows. I can't see outside. Yeah, I haven't. I'm gonna look out right now. Oh man, there he goes. Because you know, it's like this torrential nor'eastern that we were supposed to get in the freaking middle of May, and I don't like it. But uh, so, that's all right. I see some snow on the grass. Nothing on the roads, though. All right. Well, that's well. Not like we need to go anywhere, but I do tomorrow. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Oh man. Well, that was episode twelve. I think we're gonna we're gonna title this one "Show Me the Money" for Money in the Bank on <laughs> on Sunday night. So uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. I'm Curtis Kowalski, and I'm Brian Kraus. Thanks you guys for listening. Next episode is gonna be in two weeks. We'll see you guys then.